if you are a person who is in your enlightenment soul age group then you will know what 5dc relationships are from a not only polysecure standpoint but if it's not polysecure let's say you're a person who is um what's the word only in favor of traditional monogamous is the word i'm going to use relationships you still would understand polyamory because polyamory it's not only about intimate in the sense of romantic although i know that that's the primary focus right now and i feel that that's where it's going to head because people are not usually uh, in polyamory because of the actuality of just loving without any type of choices and so this like choose who you love more okay the part about polyamory for those of us who are mystics 5d mystics the enlightenment soul age group 5d mystic we know our oversoul we recognize our soulmates our twin flames we will have the energetic nudge of that we will note it and so that's one area that's the part of what one could consider romance however because an enlightenment soul age person is detached from the whole idea at that point of anything within relationships as something that needs to be equated to romance not romance all relationships are intimate all relationships are based on love so i will keep using polysecure polyamory but i want to distinguish that for the enlightenment soul age group person and moving forward most likely we will see like with the twin flames and any relationship type and just in general the societal culture will want to adhere to things and use lists and labels because people that don't know who they are meaning they have not just taken what they feel and what they think and decide on their own how to create and we we don't really do it on our own there's always a contour but when i say on our own what i mean is that they're able to recognize my family of origin so society has a structure i'm going to simplify it then excuse me for some reason i have a little bit of congestion going on i'm not sure but there were a lot of ascension energies around <laughs> that's what i'm thinking right now and so you know a little bit of that but long story short um i was getting yes society structure so if you remember there's that sentence I, i haven't found my notes yet but societal construct is or societal reality is the social construct basically people organizing things in the face of chaos but this is where societal culture always goes through transformation and right now that's happening but there can potentially always be people in these other soul age groups and that's why i'm trying to create differentiating conversations on all topics together when i tell you about polysecure and polyamory i'm coming at it from a person who already knew of my bonds in a special way and love okay so before the term even existed i was always looking to say you know love isn't like oh let me pick who i love more this was with my entire family this is with my friends and <clears throat> even the lovely teenage boyfriend i said look dude we might be a couple now but don't you think i'm putting my friends to the side don't you think to tell me what to do hug not hug you better bet you're not telling me anything at all about how to live and be with my relationships i want to flirt i'm going to flirt i i don't 
and the flirting part wasn't as big of a deal but see here's where when you're expressing genuine love for loved ones i mean when i see male or female friends i i hug them to death and that's where i've known friends that have put at ease their girlfriends basically others know uh and that's a-okay you know because i get it but i personally have never said oh let me change who i am because the friends that are mine can let me in on if i need to adapt my hugging style because they're jealous possessive which to me right here is where remember in evolutionary science what jealousy and envy represent now the limited consciousness people the ones who stay in other soul age groups continue to use these societal norms so again here's why there's a difference poly secure i need to finish reading it but if you're poly secure you'll move into being a secure attachment human being who does understand and the enlightenment soul age group person is here without even reading the book we're here because you're not my property i ain't your property you're not going to tell me how to hug friends or not and i ain't going to tell you how to hug friends or not and you if you're out doing other stuff is not an issue this is the mindset of a person who's in the enlightenment soul age group you're not my possession and i'm not yours compersion is automatic doesn't matter if there's hurt feelings our hurt feelings will be our own to tend to and we will be looking to ensure our loved ones are happy that's what compersion without putting in there is not necessarily sex involved in the whole polyamory thing that's why i was saying there's going to be different groups of people but if you find the poly secure person you'll find that they will let you in on a couple of situations which is one if we're talking about romantic relationships you're going to be limited to how many actual romantic relationships you can invest your time in duh hello this is the whole part about when you know certain cultures have more than one wife there's where they have to like in the i think it's in the quran i don't remember but there's one of the religions where i believe it is the quran you have to treat every wife the same so it was okay you want to have more than one one wife you have to give them the same amount of money the same amount of attention you have to and and here's where that's the funniest part about and when i say funny again i'm coming at this from the i'm consistent expanding consciousness angle which is there's no insecurity in love love is a safe space where you can be yourself so for for us when this is where uh you're not recognizing that all these little boxes and checklists make me know you're not secure or safe jealousy means that you are not very much aware of the fact that you feel mm, threatened of losing something that is valuable to you i learned my lesson with one of my lovely twin flames this is the cutest story ever and in fact that was one of my first lessons i chose at a very young age that i would never be jealous because of that lesson and in fact fast forward with that teenage uh, relationship no matter the cheating because to me this was something normal kids you know exploring whatever i consistently said you know i'm not a jealous person this is how i live my relationships you are yes we're boyfriend girlfriend but my friends have equal time you're not special because you have this title so again polyamory is actually something that the person who is in the same soul age group will already know but it's a person who comes at life from a love cycle not a shame cycle because we will not be possessive or jealous about our loved ones we only know compersion 
And so the shame cycle instead comes in in a different angle. And here's where there are those who will compete with their loved ones, will be jealous, will be vindictive, will be spiteful, will be a lot. And this isn't <coughs> necessarily in anything romantic, but it's in many different shapes and forms between family and friends and everyone. Okay, so here's where this is also partly channeled guidance because of the energies about and when you are constant expansion of consciousness you have a relationship with this energetic spectrum it's beyond the belief system and it's beyond this good and bad this evil demonic devil thing that they talk about and then we have the whole angels and good okay so besides one, this oversoul that belongs to every one of us has the experience of uncovering it on your own if you choose love. If you don't choose love, then you just sit in your rumination cycles and repeat your karma, and it's not good or bad. I see it all over the place. It's, if anything, I'm like, wow, you know, how, how many more years of this can you take? Which is why I'm not surprised with the friends that chose not to expand that their energy is so on the low scale. I mean, I... I was recently a bit taken off because I was able to recognize some of the loved ones and their low, low energy. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, this is not, this is not a positive on the uh, life vibe stance, but it's not a negative because there's a solace, there's a joy, there's a comfort, there's a, I found my spot of how I'm going to grow old and this is what happens in all scenarios in the cases of people with specific types of identities it's like a parakeet a parrot they do the same it's i don't even know because see here's where it feels so off when i am in the presence of a group of my loved ones and i'm seeing the their their patterns in, in in their mannerisms in their conversations in their energy all of it all of it so whether it's uh, low energy or it's just this unconscious ability to interact it's uh it takes you a little bit it takes some time to get used to it is what i'm going to say to get used to being able to interact with my loved ones in the absence of this awareness of where they are stagnating in, in their chosen spot and to allow myself to embody the relationship so partake in it with what I'm presented and not with the past of what I will have perceived that they could have achieved. So this is the part. We will know our oversoul pieces and fragments and what they could have achieved. And I do mean could have, because this is where there's a group of them. They are settled in and locked and loaded, and that's where they're staying. That's why, as I said, I don't believe in anyone not being able to move into their infinite higher human consciousness potential experience. But I see people choosing and sick, sitting in their soul age group of choice. And those soul age group of choices have their shame, blame, fault, revenge little loops. So they did not move their trauma memory into <clears throat> grown-up and normal memory. The charged states are basically now part of their personality and their story. So they're saying they're they're very suffering, they're very <clears throat> mannerisms, 
are settling in and that's where the charge will go off will go down which is why then they begin to just be either like this repeat behavior conversations very limited very focused with the same energetic imprint but essentially they become the embodiment of that identity that they chose the everything of it so like i said for us the 5dc and the enlightenment soul age group it's about a, the ability to take steps back and allow ourselves to remember that we are not here to affect each other's chosen state of consciousness we are here to share the states of consciousness to share life together so our relationships we are not here to tell people who to be our relationships are here so that we may share life together when it comes to where do we use our energy the enlightenment soul age group it will be with the things that matter and what i mean by that is we will look to change the system as the societal culture moves into its new spectrum which is here and the ones who are destabilized let me move into our second category the ones who are destabilized right now they are destabilized because they have not consolidated what level of expansion or not they want to take yet so let me go back to what i was trying to share on an energetic spectrum i today can share with you denser energy denser matter that obscure that some people will have moved through okay and i'm talking about like past lives all of this okay so the the the, the way that some want to talk about it is the dark realms it's not dark but there are two ways you move into your enlightenment there are two ways that you expand your own consciousness and if you remember there's this one tiktok video where he talks about the higher and lower toroidal fields there are two ways people will live their lives and some are in the lower toroidal fields it's not good or bad they're in that spot in that moment in this moment they get to choose how to come at their enlightenments it doesn't mean they're going to work for dark forces of evil that those forces don't exist what it means is that they're going to bring with their mouth and their person and their everything a type of lifestyle uh, it's it's i i can't equate it in words because it's not to be equated in words i'm trying to share with you the wisdom of the energetic imprints that my 5dc community will perceive this is what uh, the channel guidance is not for us to talk about societal stuff it's to talk about those things that you will perhaps be picking up on within yourself or around you and so <clears throat> when someone has grown wisdom and moved into their enlightenment their next spot from a lower toroidal field and now they're going to move into a higher toroidal field so moving forward in their future lives they and in this lifetime they have stepped their game up from the area of learning about life from the obscure forces if you will again so when i say learn i mean learning how to cherish life being able to strategically navigate spectrums where the energies and emotions of shame are so vindictiveness jealousy grief apathy guilt anger desire all of these are in third dimension these are the energies that people can equate to hell and purgatory 
these are not anything good or bad these are inaction which would be your dorsal vagal hyperactivity which will equal you and sympathetic these are people who involve this regulated and modulated embodied selves which will have a story in fact their pride equals scorn their anger equals hate their desire equals craving their fear equals anxiety their grief equals regret their apathy despair their guilt blame their shame humiliation miserable evil this word evil should be explained because to an enlightenment soul age person evil doesn't exist if evil existed then there would be actual physical human torture which there is not we're not in that time anymore so evil did exist in the medieval times because of their in their way of being very much uh, not expanded consciousness yet it's not because of there's being a devil or not it's because they were not yet moved into having a more evolved brain and also again medieval times shortly prior we were only with the animals like if people look at our human evolution in the absence of this story of the devil they will see why a person who's a species you're part of nature we're part of nature went through evolution when you look at the fact that our brain has evolved so this dark energies are not forces of evil no these are people who have a shitty upbringing and a shitty environment and need support which they will get but not all will move out of that dysregulated or modulated so back to again the energetic spectrum those who have moved in this lifetime to only navigating the future lifetimes from at the very least a fourth dimension knowing of neutrality so knowing of equanimity in their body so this is where those groups of people are stepping up and in fact they're awareness of this may be there may not be there it doesn't it's not something that's important but i'm aware of it personally which is why I'm, I'm channeling right now to you this aspect of people who chose or basically are aware of themselves if you know of your past lives present future if you're mystic in a 5d spectrum and you're aware that there is no battle between dark and light right you would know or you will have found some way to find out that okay this is the lifetime where i'm stepping up my game into the area of i learned enough of how to handle what is a lower vibration to support humanity as we will keep having lifetimes in the future okay so it's important to know how to navigate those realms of darkness in an effort to understand suffering by bringing in humanity to it not by shaming it the people who stay in their own shame do not grow up to be strong because they actually feel that they are unworthy strength is not from your arrogance it's not grandiosity it's not you looking like a soldier this is the old way and anyone who keeps identifying with strength in the old way and in fact someone was giving me this example of you know a uh, what is it a they were using animals and so when the head of the group in the ancient times right here men the toxic patriarchal system i'll have all the women i want and i'm going to grab all of them and treat them like and that the woman will enjoy that and i i know some people don't do the whole gender thing but i'm going to use this right now so a person who actually whether male or female or non-gender thinks of that type of actual brute force as what is desirable 
is a person who has not moved out of their uh, their idea of, of, of what it, they, they don't know security, they don't know what it means to be a person, um, they don't know softness, and there's that Lao Tzu quote I read to you, softness is stronger than strength, and, and he uses the water, the water penetrates earth, so people who still live under their own shame cycles will not be aware of them repeating a life where they just you know, again, it's not good or bad, but they don't expand to the next space. The ones who are expanding, they're growing softer. They're also growing where they integrate into more of a society that is intellectually advanced, that is open to change, that is open to society. So that would be that middle ground of people who are in 4D, don't have to move into 5D, so they'll still have aspects that they'll judge externally, but they're part of the solution, meaning they're part of the evolution of our species. And those groups of people are moving and settling into their newfounded role and appreciating it. And so, like I said, some who might have a little bit of relationship to the consciousness realm, but not too much necessarily, they will notice and or be curious about these aspects of their future. And they, they've leveled up. So this lifetime, they leveled up. The people who stay in the same lower toroidal field, they'll get next lifetimes to level up if they want. If they don't, it's an energetic dance, that of our life, even though, of course, we don't live it that way. So these energies, the denser and the lighter, they move in a way that is you adapting more of your light body means you moving into a relationship with your own field of consciousness and so you'll be building friends that you feel safe with again relationships but it doesn't mean that you're actually going to move from a lower toroidal field energy to a higher one that's also so the story would be where persons expanding and integrating their light body moving into the ability to vibe at 5D because that's where the body is going to become some place for them and mind that they're okay with who they are, learning to accept yourself and being surrounded by people who accept you. The ones who have stepped up, they not only have this uh, light body adaptation, but they also gain an awareness that they've moved into a completely, uh, you know, they've, they, they've moved into another era another uh, this is where from lower to higher toroidal field and so they are closer to knowing that love does always make its way to win because of where we're headed with the humanity we are headed to expansion so they're not going to think of things in 3d 4d of we're in hell and we're going to stay in purgatory no or that uh, there's positive and negative energy. They're not going to be immature feminines that are thinking they can go tell people what to do or not to do. They're not going to be lost in only the holistic or only the natural path or only the, you know, only the spiritual stuff or only the spirituality. No, they're, the people who are stepping up, they actually have a predominant educational stuff. The system, society, moving forward, creating a future for the kids, all this stuff, letting the earth live. They're moving here. Religion is not going to follow us because religion is obsolete. 
And this is where the neuroscience, Patrick McNamara and other people have made it clear, and I've known it for a while already anyways, but it's not because it takes away from the experiences. This is the part. So 4D who stays in immature feminine, they're not going to move out of their stories. They keep on living in the lower toroidal field. And so when they engage with each other and think of energy vampires, not energy vampires, blah, 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 they're not in a safe space. They stay within their modulated, dysregulated, embodied selves. They stay in that energetic imprint. Next lifetime, they'll come back. And, you know, so this is not important, by the way, because we all know none of us are going to remember next lifetime. So I want to try and also remember, stay grounded. This is a lifetime that you're wanting to tend to. None of these are good or bad. The ability for anyone who's a 5D mystic to be in a relationship with all energies is easy because we know that it's denser or lighter, period. It is not a threat. No one represents a physical threat to you. That your body recalibrates and that you can perceive this is where the Enlightenment Soul Age of Person, I know I'm still learning about mastering that physical plane. I will keep you posted on it. In the meantime, what's important is that you... Just know what your story is, and if you're looking to be a part of the lovely collective, then you're helping to grow humanity's compassion, not the opposite. You're looking to build safe spaces around you and from within you to be yourself and to be the imperfect self you are with the inner growth experiences and then to provide corrective experiences in a ventral vagal nerve tone for those who might be around you that are staying in the lower toroidal field so they will stay in their suffering they'll stay in their vibration and they will therefore stay in their adaptive child reactive responses and their narratives as i said it's a little bit of adaptation for me it's more about knowing where they could have been and gone okay so it's just really about accepting their choice and for those who expand and are in the middle kind of thing it's where again it's that's pretty straightforward because there's vulnerable and open-ended conversations the part about the people who are lost so they're actually not lost but they're 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 the ones who are being given the opportunity to choose to master their emotional plane and to choose to move into their higher version and their higher self and that would be by making a conscious choice to face their fear and that's the part about to face the shame guilt fear anger the adaptive child stuff and to actually move into softness so to move out of shame completely to use it to support your own self to know what others go through. And that would be so that you can speak of what it's like also to be out of it. Some of you, not all of you, because not everybody is here to affect each other and to support humanity in that personal development arena. But on your own level, for your own self, what this would equate is essentially that you're not going to allow any person to be telling you how to live your relationships, how to do your job, how not to do your job, and that's on an emotional scale. You're not confused of who to be or what to be. You're very clear on it. 
and you are choosing to present it with an open heart and an open mind and you work on your emotional and physical mastery. You work on having those ventral vagal conversations. If you're not in that, you learn to work with that awareness of your oaths, the others in the self, and of that observer, witness, narrator, and to engage with the thoughts and emotions in your relationship, not hide them, but present them, even if they're agitated, it doesn't matter. Even if you're upset, you are taking the risk and chance because you're saying, I only want to build love, which is going to be a safe space where I can be myself. That's the imperfect self, which means sometimes I might still get in that two to five-year-old, that adaptive child self, that part about you knowing that insecurity, charge states can be a part of every one of us. In fact, me included, that's the part you are in an enlightenment. So age group doesn't mean you don't have areas where you will exchange ideas and thoughts with your loved ones and know that there's areas you're not sure if they will be welcomed there's plenty of areas that we don't know if our loved ones will welcome them or not especially if we're building those new relationships and so that's the part where everyone who's leveled up is getting to address more of those important topics for themselves with each other and then on the emotional scale to actually lead with vulnerability and choose to completely disengage from defense mechanisms and so the defense mechanism instead what does that look like it looks like something along the lines of i feel confused i know that i want uh, to try and have a relationship with xyz dfg H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P, <laughs> with the number of people. Now, we'll focus in on the one-on-one relationship because that's essentially where some people are dealing with a partner-type relationship. Others are dealing with uh, relationships that are not working out uh, and people who feel left out in the cold, okay? So they're feeling abandoned. All these people have this adaptive child opportunity to grow that adaptive child in that moment and tend to their own wounds present their fears to partners and to themselves as well sometimes and to actually take ownership, be that higher self, be that grown-up. And the ones who are, um, because some aren't grown at all, they're just, uh, well, they're in their solace. That's what what I mean to say. Some people are going to keep doing themselves and they found solace in a specific way because they're a higher So they're the higher toroidal field. And so their vibration is still of one that is in favor of bringing love and bringing harmony. So their solace will look a little different. It's kind of like a soft cotton ball because that's what their life is. So they're going to find that group where it's their safe haven. They're going to hug the trees and be in nature and be all love and cuddly. And okay, so they're going to find solace in this sense. And that's not good or bad. It really is just, uh, again, every person's choosing if they're going to want to stay in that soul age group, stay in that vibration of 4D, 3D. And there's the different either toroidal, upper toroidal, or lower toroidal. Right now I'm trying to give you this equation. And neither is is for you, the community who regular tunes in because you're choosing to expand, which means you're not going to sit in any of this because you understand what it means to participate with your mind and your body 
So to create emotional maturity means you move into your functional adult. You move into compassion. You understand that your mind's going to contemplate things. So your observer, witness, and narrator, you don't have a little story for you. You have, I am experiencing life and transformation. You don't have a loss of self. You know your name. And you know that you're getting to process experiences, okay? The ones who don't basically do this, they're just like, ah, this is who I am. They've chosen their identity. They've chosen their group of information. There's an us versus them. They have their belonging or their certainty. So some are higher toroidal and they've made that step for their next lifetime as well. Okay, some are lower and they will repeat next lifetime in lower doesn't mean that it has to be in a way, but it means they did not, um, they didn't move into the lighter version of themselves. It's, it's just everybody gets these choices. Like when I think of some of my peeps, they chose to disengage from expansion for fear. I don't want to be more different than I am. I want to be like everybody else. This isn't about them actually thinking of themselves as the masses. This is them saying, I don't want to be different because I already feel different and I feel sh ashamed about being different and I want to be like other people. I want to look like that man or that woman because that's what confidence to me looks like. They're not actually going to become any of that because they're not appreciating who they are. They're not growing their own inner sense of security. They're just saying to themselves, I'm a shitty version of a human being and I want to be like another person. That's why their life energy doesn't expand. They don't realize, but they find solace, but it's in an energy that isn't expanded. <clears throat> okay, so back to the other example. The people who um, choose to be vulnerable and to expand will take more risks, essentially, and speak their heart's truth versus lie to themselves and or sit in confusion. So if you feel confused about who you are, this is where the answer is really within the inner conflict that has arisen. And you will always note that it'll be, there's a desire for an emotional sense of security and there's an awareness of the mind that this is not possible because there's only two, three, there's only a certain way and ways that this develops with our relationships, it's over time. You will not be able to know what people will invest in. And the reality is, if you allow yourself to know that it's a natural state of flow, relationships, and begin to allow that to be what is always a constant, you won't be concerned with confusion at all. So when I, in my relationships, have been met with adaptive children, gaslighting, ghosting, manipulating, splinters, all this stuff, I was never once confused about my identity because my name's Maria and I'm a human being. I identify with she and I'm a human being again. <laughs> this is very straightforward. And so what do you know about being a human? Well, how do you want to treat each other is number one. So if you know who you are, there is no question when somebody does something that isn't an adaptive child response. The question is, how can I present to you in my ventral vagal state what I'm feeling and thinking, or passionately, it doesn't matter, but the presentation will happen. 
the self is not a question for those who use their name and say i'm not going to be apologetic unapologetic rude i'm not going to be in any type of strong situation here i'm going to be vulnerable because that's exactly what relationships are i'm going to be honest and authentic because that's actually what relationships are this is a very straightforward it's a person who didn't grow up from their teenage years to be an adult. To me, that's what it is. Because the only time I ever remotely did anything silly about that, and you know the story. I'm going to use the story, that one tall dude. Remember the story? My regular listeners know the story. <laughs> I even remember his name. I still remember this one specific moment in my mind. I can still see it because he was sitting in the corner. I saw him. I was very excited to see him because I bought my new tall shoes because he was the one who's like, ah, we can't be together because, you know, you're short and I'm tall and it'll look off, aesthetically speaking. And that's probably why I remember this moment because platforms had just began to be a thing. And I remember him still making sure that I knew that we wouldn't be a couple. And in that moment, I remember also noting in my own thinking brain you know this is not what love is love is you love me for who i am how i am not this bullshit <laughs> but I, but it wasn't something like oh my god what an asshole no it was more like this is hilarious and cute at the same time and you know we're not going to end up together because you know you keep saying how i'm short and i know that that is definitely not something that is equal to love but it's the part about having different types of right here relationships where if you are always connected to consciousness we know that we're human humans being humans the difference for the people who are in the enlightenment soul age group from the mature feminine is we don't see evil because it doesn't exist what we see when quote-unquote evil is present is a person who is not who they think they are so it's a person who has shame it's a person who's insecure not secure they don't have a sense of security they don't know how to be vulnerable and so they're not secure they're not strong if they want to beat me up they're not strong they don't know how to be a person and that is not ever changed and even when you don't know yet fully about this whole evil not existing because all these people around me still people talk oh she doesn't see evil just the other day yeah, yeah i don't because it doesn't exist but they consider energy good or bad all of this stuff yeah evil doesn't exist what exists are people who don't know how to speak their heart because they're scared shitless straightforward and in fact it doesn't get prettier the more scared they get the more they will be become defensive and the more mm, heart shattering it's just heart shattering so yeah there is actually proof for me of evil not existing and i also have the somatic experts to thank to give me other proof that i can share not that i i'm trying but the people who are in the enlightenment soul age group will know all sides of a coin so we'll know the whole hell and evil shit oh yeah we'll know it we just won't consider it that because our loved ones aren't children of any devil devil don't exist no no what exists is called ego and an insecure ego at that and therefore a person who can get stressed and then react with their stress that's what exists it exists unresolved trauma what exists is the ability for people to be in structural dissociation without realizing their stories they create the manipulation that they create within their own mouths as they're presenting it 
Well, there's a lot of things that exist and what really i'm holding back from saying is something that i won't because i'm like mm, they, they can't they can't use their brain they actively are not using their brain because if they were using their brain then they would have the observer witness and narrator in in their hand and they'd have their oaths others in the self in their hand meaning they would be aware of their energy and their motion and what's about to <laughs> they'd be aware of all of what they're doing as a person so strength is softness because equanimity is that strength. Compassion is that strength. Being able to stand in the face of someone who is actually actively doing something that is not evil, it is a traumatic safety behavior response. That's what evil is. It's people without a good therapist. And that's exactly where it always will be. As we move forward, thank you, technology and science and all the people that are going to dispel this whole evil shit because they may still use it but it's dispelled and i can't wait to hear more about patrick mcnamara's book when i get to read it and on neuroscience because that's definitely going to give answers in a very academically and empirically researched way in time whether the medieval people want to consider it reptilians or not doesn't matter to the people who are educated the ones of us who care are educated which means, yeah, evil doesn't exist. So when presented with anything that is revenge or rage or anger or spite or whatever, again, 3D, 4D, and all these other people want to talk about in a primordial way, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to offend you right now because that would not be very nice and my mother taught me better. Just going to look at you and try to see how can I help you find yourself since apparently you're all this strong stuff and apparently you think you're just really really desirable and i'm not sure about that right now you're making me realize just and this is not the teenage guy that one he was just a buffoon uh in fact that same day in my head i'm like yeah this guy's a buffoon (laughs) but i still i think uh, at least a couple more times or every time we'd see each other this is where we had our little thing but I did, I did clearly know, like, this is not what love is because you're not going to make me feel like shit because I'm short. And I didn't actually feel like shit either, by the way. I accepted that I was short. I accept that I, I, I'm small in lots of areas, and I accept all of it. In fact, this is where I, as a teenager, here's the story. I would wear some makeup. And one day I didn't have makeup on, and one of my friends said, are you sick? And I was like, what? you look sick are you sick I was like no and that was the day I stopped wearing makeup because I realized that concealer made me look different and I was like I don't want to look sick when I'm in my actual normal face (laughs) and I thought this is where it's not about um, it being good or bad it's that I don't want to wear makeup every day it's bad for your skin it covers up why why, and and it's only normal that a person will get used to seeing me in a certain way so of course then when I'm back in my actual because okay so here's where when you accept who you are my eyes they uh, there's a way this the shape is someone's told me before they look like raccoon eyes which I agree with So I have like dark circles. Obviously, if I drink more water, all this stuff. But long story short, I didn't feel, oh my God, how ashamed I am. Now I'm going to go wear more makeup on. No, I, in fact, that day is like, I stopped wearing makeup. I said, I will only wear it for occasions because I do like what it looks like, but I'm not going to look sickly (laughs) in my natural face. I don't have to. There's no point in it. 
And also, again, makeup covers up pores, which means my pores aren't breathing, which means I'm not doing something good to my skin. And that was that. So the part about learning how to treat ourselves in a healthy way, in a loving way, in a way that is positive, in a way that is equanimous, in a way that is basically I'm a person and I don't give a shit of what you talk to me about when it comes to my look. I know not everybody has this ability. I got it. Some of us do. And it's called ventral vagal no's and yeses and it's self-empowerment oh and it doesn't look in any way shape or form as me yelling in in your face no 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 in fact i don't think i've really ever yelled have i yelled at well this was in work 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 yes (laughs) professionally speaking one of my friends my poor friend although the same friend who basically did a number and i remember when he was trying to make up with it with his guilt trip and I remember having a dream about this thing happening. And yes, colleague-wise, he did something that was not actually right at all, professionally. This is the only areas that I've ever looked at anything. And really, that's also where, professionally speaking, I work solo for reasons that are, I'm going to vet who I want to work with. And when I vet, I vet based on specific aspects. And in time is the only place where you're, you'll know in time who's safe and who's not. But really, uh, all people are safe. It's when their adaptive children come online that you get to learn about how to handle those areas of insecurity. Um, the part of this is actually where relationship-wise, people who are jealous and envious, it's, it's always going to be something that you can look at as a uh, honor because it means that they find value in you and they're afraid to lose you because they're insecure about themselves. So the part about them learning that on their own if they want is is their own empowerment. If they don't, it's their own not empowerment. So they're going to live life with jealousy and envy of somebody they love, and there you go. That's all. It's not evil. It's actually uh, something that comes through immediately because you can't hide your nervous system's responses to people, especially the ones of us who are intuitive. And we don't say anything because we're polite about your insecurities. We have secure attachment. You don't, apparently. You know, so it's, it's, it's more of we know what it means to be a functional adult. We're not going to get the adaptive child, a two- to five-year-old, to get pissy. They can go to therapists and work on that. We're not here to work on your childish behavior. We grow our relationships <clears throat> in a way to have fun together, not the other way around, which is why, again, as I said, corrective experiences is what we get to have with those people who don't want to move out of their suffering. The ones who do, we get to have inner growth experiences together. And so here's where vulnerability becomes more. We start to open up more. We look at the fears together and the confidence levels grows. But really what grows is the ability to speak your heart. In time, relationships that grow for real are the ones that become more vulnerable together. And that's actually something that comes through because there's a genuine care about each other that is not with these uh, rules or regulations or whatever it is that only the people who are insecure so they're not secure human beings they're in an insecure ego they don't know their worth they don't know that jealousy envy spite revenge that these indications are of their own fear to losing someone They don't understand that they're not evil, mean, it's nothing to be ashamed of. They don't understand because they don't look into what it means to be a person 
with the updated trauma somatics and other informed no they go and get confirmation bias when they're crapping on each other okay so for the 5dc in the enlightenment soul age group we don't do that again we build our safe spaces together and love is what grows and all the people that are in our circles learn to be themselves and we continue to be our full-blown self we don't change who we are i've not changed who i am i've grown more at ease <laughs> and really what i've grown more is so here's a fun story we'll end with um I, I had this thing happen. I'm going to stay vague on it on purpose. <laughs> but I shared it with my, my divine feminine friend. And, and this is where I'm just going to share what she said. She's like, so wait. So as a teenager, you wouldn't do this. But now you're saying you would. But you still have the same opinion about how you would not want to do this thing. So why are you not saying anything? What's making you do it then? And I said, because I'm tired. I've, I learned to just suck it up and shut up and just accept that I'm the one who uh, is, what's the word? Basically, I'm the annoying one who is a stickler of rules and whatever the words were as I was growing up. Basically, ah, you know, just be easygoing. You're so, you know, uh, not flexible, something along those lines. So I said, I learned to just let it go. And, and it's because at the end of the day, it's not life-threatening, but really it's because I don't want to hear them in my ears. <laughs> I'm I, I got tired of hearing in my ears these people. So there, well, there's two options. Either allow, you know, and, and in this case, this would be where uh, my compromise was, this is the one time it'll be okay, I let it go, next time, no. In fact, I informed my loved ones, FYI, don't ask me this next time. I'm not doing it don't don't bother i will tell you now so that you don't get disappointed and i'm letting you in on why and this is where i stand so it was something that made me uncomfortable because of how i function in life and i chose again this is the, these are those compromises that for all of us that are not changed because we know who we are <laughs> we just learn how to be grown-ups about it because when you're sharing spaces together right here all of us can be a little bit more flexible when it comes to things that are not again physically life-threatening so most areas we can grow together because people who love each other accept each other for how we are which means we suck it up and sometimes we'll give in on you know doing something social that we don't want to do you know that's the part it's a silly thing other people, they share more interests together when it comes to doing social events. Uh, I should specify other people's don't make a big deal about aspects that other people's do. These are the silly things. That's exactly why we don't actually, the 5DC and the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we don't have any of our relationships end. We're flawed and imperfect like anybody else. And most of the time, the aspects that we get to compromise on are just different ways of thinking or being interested in the feelings are not involved because you grow relationships that are loving so that means that you're in a safe space you can be who you are that they tease you about your flaws and imperfections that you tease them about flaws and imperfections like me my unconditionally loving manners and ways the way i express how i love my male and female friends all of my friends 
if that is something that is un not accepted, which doesn't happen very often, it's something that it's not a, it's not going to fly. I'm not going to be able, me, I'm not going to be able to grow a formal relationship. I don't do that. So I understand societal norms, which is why um, my new friends, the added friends, are, are way better at the whole polyamory secure stuff because they're also going through expansion some of them aren't really clear my older friends they're more you know stuck in time where they just present that's the part about you know adapting again the ones that have known us more they lead with their assumptions so we get to fit their little puzzle pieces and it's okay because it's cute it's endearing you still get to be yourself this is the part the ones who are themselves speak truths. We don't hide and we grow a safe space together with those vulnerabilities present. That's why um, there are no ruptures or splinters for the Enlightenment Soul Age group person, for the people who lead 5DC relationships, basically for those who lead with a functional adult because you're able to speak about your heart stuff. That, that does require effort for some people. If they've moved into knowing they're safe with you, then that means they actually are doing that. If they have become aware that their attachment stuff and trauma stuff create situations, they are still bringing vulnerability so that they can expand, okay? The people who are choosing to hold back because of confusion, they're choosing to ignore that there is no confusion what there is is i would want this <laughs> but i don't have it and so right now i'm actually adapting to something new and i don't like it and i don't know how to handle it and i'm afraid of it and so i'm confused because there's the fear that's the fear response it's a sense of loss it's a sense of helplessness hopelessness and this is actually where for those people it is about being able to say, okay, the past, giving up all hope of the past ever changing, the past can't change, but I am here now, I am in the presence of those who I want to grow my relationships with, I have emotions that are natural, that are here, it's fear of not being accepted for who I am, of not being able to build, this is the whole part of anxiety, this is where if your mind is in this space you're learning how to apply the inner growth mindset you're learning how to apply you being the observer witness and narrator of you and handling your oats the others in the self and saying hey it's cool others in the self it's cool nervous system we're not in any threat we're in what is called an emotional reactive response which is fear which is societally brought about but it's not an enemy we have relationships we want to grow our relationships it's okay teenagers didn't learn how to do that the adults now can learn how to do that, the ones who want to move into their expanded version. It's a straightforward, I'm afraid of speaking my heart because I'm afraid and also because I don't know what I'm going to get and I'm not going to get what I want. Understanding that you are comparing the past to the present and then that's, it's all about the now is how we're going to close this one out. Your window of welcome and window of tolerance for my lovely enlightenment soul age group people is here for the ones of you who might move into here or might stay in other soul age groups you're going to get to expand your window of tolerance 
and choose to see where your window of welcome is. Okay, so you get to say, okay, let me expand my speaking of the truth of my heart and my fears. And let me look at who do I want to welcome in as people that can help me to be more safe within my mind and body. And if you still want to adhere to certain societal norms, then you're going to have to compromise with yourself. You can't have it always. So you can't have a polyamory, for example, without the person being in agreement with it. You're going to have to choose. Do I want a relationship with a person that is monogamous when I don't want to be or what? Okay, and, and, and this is just one random example. Some people, they need to be told how to live life, what life is, how to return home. And some people, they intuitively know how to be at home, to return home, to be within themselves close out i'll use the hanged man and the hermit because that's what did come through as most of those who have chosen expansion doesn't matter if in the enlightenment soul age group or not the changed perspectives that come are brought to you in a way that you're usually not going to have opportunity to work with it you have to accept it their hands are basically tied behind your back kind of like with the hangman your world's turned upside down there is not actually activity going on so this means there's potential um, even frustration and here's where anger management is very important for some as well as knowing how not to be ashamed of it and working with it because that's the part of growth. So if a person can understand what triggers those emotions and where those emotions stem from, at least in a, again, human way, you begin to work and mature your fiery energy. <laughs> so if it begins with anger, you work with it, you give it sense, you can begin to tame it, and then you can use it in a positive perspective, a positive way. So the hangman with the hermit, again, new perspective, a time of inner exploration, doesn't have to mean isolation, although I do feel some of you may have definitely been uh, surrounded by yourself, and that's not always something that brings energy but again these are very big big important moments and so we're talking about a complete turnaround of what you used to know and used to be potentially those who got told how to return home okay so the shame cycle are the individuals who need the lists of items to look at so that you can find that love within your body and your mind and return to a safe space and allow yourself to know that as you move towards that safe space, you still will feel like this hangman. This is why the, the combination is where you have some changing, consistent changing going on, consistent collaboration. You have loved ones, friends. It's, it's a little triangle because it has that. And I forget, I know that they have two ways, the triangle feminine, masculine, but I like to just look at the three, you sitting from equanimity on the top with your higher self, as an adult, you can always look at the duality 
with the truth, which is neutrality, because you recognize that your emotions and thoughts are led by your actual experiences. And you can bring them from implicit memory and in that background to being with you, which is where your new perspective, if used effectively, the energy of the hangman and the energy of the hermit, it means that you consistently gain wisdom and expansion of you, the enlightenment version of you. The aspect that there is no battle between dark forces and light forces. There's a lot of people that still live this story. I just got recently shared some stuff on it. And it's fascinating because it's been years. It's been 2007, 2009. Okay, so 2010, around-ish, 13 years, 13, 15 years. And I get presented by my lovely loved ones that are in 4D, the same type of stories. They just keep digging deeper and finding people that are looking into Storyland, which is amazing. Again, I have nothing against it. That's creativity, but it isn't something that is used to help society. Now, here's why there's different soul age groups. And in fact, some individuals, not only do they stay within the stories of 4D, but they stay within the societal relationship in this way of looking to each other. So they have groups that they belong to. Um, this video is really great, but it gave a very... Mm, not a positive view of sixth dimension and beyond, but it gave a view that I understand because of where we are at. When you move into this perspective of enlightenment, so age group, you recognize nothingness, Shiva, as what we are because we are one big ball of energy. We live our identities, and that identity is what gives us the experience to make choices. And this video is keeping like a little bit of a comparison tab going on where sixth dimension needs third dimension and they're using third dimension so that they can have the experience. So this is separation consciousness. This is a person who's not aware of themselves being the narrator of them being a person and ascribing their own uh, opinion about it, which is still picking a side. When you pick a side, you're in duality. It's not good or bad. You're just picking a side versus being aware of the fact that of course there's a way that you're going to see stuff and excuse me i'm going to take steps back the mature emotional and thought person the adult person will not do this the adult person is able to speak rationally uh opinionatedly does we don't need to prove things so we're in a genuine emotion of curiosity and we're expressing something that the only people who don't know how to tell the difference are the same people who wouldn't know the difference of when they're doing something because of a preference because of society, because of this duality, because of their insecurities of what life is with nothingness. The Enlightenment Soul Age person, we're not afraid of nothingness because there is an understanding that consciousness is energy. It is nothingness. And if we need to bring it all the way to the end, like I said, the universe is going to end in a dark poof. It's, it's not me. These, these are the science. If I need to stay grounded, this is science. This is astrophysics, physics, and that's the part that 4D people don't move back towards their actual humanness. I have never left it with the Claire's. The Claire's added to who I am. They continue to add, and that's why we have a 5D mystic group, and that's why there's a paid subscription-based model content for those of you who want to adapt their Claire's in the absence of these stories. 
because the stories just keep you in a spiral loop, never-ending story. That was what was being reviewed. And the part that it ended with, it showed how the boy's depression and something like that was what was holding him back. And here's where his mental health month and just in general personal development. It's all about you recognizing in neutrality that you don't choose what family you're born in. You don't need to use the past lives, present lives, future lives to take a look in a way that can help a person to move into their enlightenment soul age group. What's the deal? What's the deal is when you're born, your first year of life, if you got that contingent communication, rock on, you'll have your charge states to handle and move into grown-up land. If you didn't get, you're going to have not only your charge states, but also this inclined, non-secure or disorganized attachment to handle, to return home. And so this is where the shame cycle people need that support but it's the shame cycle people who want to be in 5d who are here right now or the love cycle people and here means in a way of knowing okay i am me and i share commonality with humanity and however it is you want to live your new life and understanding that that is what's settling in so for the ones of us who are matured with being our own agents it's fun we're happy we're excited even if there are areas of uncertainty because society still has judgment, like with me and the polyamory, I've been very welcome. I, I actually thought I'd be judged a little bit more and said I wasn't, and that is really awesome. That's what happens when people that you have around you, you choose them based on ensuring that they unconditionally love you with your flaws and imperfections, not the other way around. <laughs> And you, of course, automatically love them with their flaws and imperfections. It's called being a human. So depression or a vice or whatever it is, is not a flaw that is a mistake that someone should be ashamed of. And this is where people who are not in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, they don't do this. They don't. They cast stones. I see them all around. I would cast stones to them, meaning I'd, I'd, I'd throw stones at them, <laughs> which I wouldn't do because that's silly and not the truth. The truth is right here, the wisdom when you achieve wisdom is that your hands are always tied behind your back because every person gets to pick with their free will if they're going to expand their consciousness or not. And because when we die, when the Maria dies, I will not be Maria. It does not matter whatever I've seen or not seen. And to spend time in these stories is not going to do anything for humanity. I like to talk with my loved ones, with you guys, because I know there are people who are mystics who could use being here in 5D land because it's beautiful and bringing the sciences, by the way. So for me, it's all about the personal development. That's the science. I, I connect the dots in this way and you'll still be hearing more about it. But to close out again, your newfound perspective was something you didn't necessarily choose in one way, shape or form. It led you home. So your body and your mind are moving more and more into your safe space. So you're able to be in a state of love. And I'm sure you're surrounding yourself with that same state of love so that you can be yourself flawed and imperfect. And then you also have a group of people that know how to care about you for real, not pretend, which means they don't represent harm, means they won't use your words against you. They won't use your imperfections against you they won't use your heart against you they won't use you against you and when we do find people that do do that 
this is not something to be looking at in a way of evil. It's not evil when a person does revenge, spite, shame, blame, envy, jealousy, all these words that exist, guilt, apathy, um, when they get into moods. They are two to five-year-olds that did not have parents and or a household that was safe. Their implicit memory is coming up and those implicit memory things are sensations and images that are terrifying or upsetting that the person did not make sense of because if they don't do a little bit of personal development with a therapist or without, doesn't, it does make a difference. I'd say some people, hopefully, they recognize when they need one, but some people, they don't. If you can make sense of the things that happen to you, even for disorganized attachment, if a person can journal, walk themselves through what took place, allow themselves to work with the emotions, they give their implicit memory an organization. So basically you take your feelings that come up because when someone's been in a terrifying household and or just, again, a not secure attachment situation and they didn't have the ability to journal about it, to walk through about it, to do therapy with it. So they were not, they didn't face it. People don't face their emotion. Ah, let me drink it off. Again, people since teenage years, I, I recognize people doing stuff like that, which is why we have secure attachment, people using each other and doing shitty things that really are unnecessary. And when I say shitty, I mean they're lying and not being vulnerable and they're managing each other and they're living teenage relationships as adults, which are really boring. Personally, I see a lot of untapped emotion because people don't learn how to become adults with it. It's amazing to be able and handle like an infinite number of, for me, love never dwindles. Passion never dwindles. The only time I'm having to recalibrate is when I'm around people who are depressed, not for real. They're just a shit show of words because they're deciding that life sucks based on some stereotype and whatever it is that they've chosen. This is the part. So the truth is life is not as miserable as people make it out to be if only they'd learn how to get out of their teenage years and their two to five-year-old emotional state. But, oh, excuse me, I'm the one who doesn't like emotions. This is the thing. They, they don't recognize that you can mature your emotions because emotions are stupid. No, emotions lead you until you are the one who will handle them maturely and then express them. And expressing them is what adds to that field of consciousness that you are. You know, the saddest part is when I see people recognize their, they recognize their habits. They recognize their lower dimension drives. And I don't mean it in a negative or positive way. I've had people who say, I like to live this energy. I have one of my friends came to my mind and they, they said, I like these vices. This is what I want to live. These are not unhealthy vices. It's a way of living life that they just appreciate more with specific types of, it's an energy because it isn't even something specific, but they're an intuitive. So this is a person who's intuitive and they do know what they say when they said what they said and when we talk about topics philosophically speaking. So that person, for example, with the ownership accepts that they choose to live a life that involves drama because that's what drives them. They made sense of it. Now, this is a part where that 
individual is not a completely tapped into infinite higher human consciousness potential person they have not tapped into their self-empowerment for real because they did not explore the lower vibration insecurities because that is where we all have these lower vibration insecurities we all began life as an infant your body will know what it means to not have been able to be soothed seen or feel safe on its own with a caregiver we will have distress this is a point so you will have areas of distress in your body that you get to work with and every time they come up that's the moment of oh i'm all alone i'm helpless that's the implicit memory stuff that comes up of your one-year-old we love cycle people we take it we love it we already are in our new perspective we don't even need to be told that we're learning something new because we're already understanding oh well if my experiences brought me to here today i'm accepting something that now is a part of me no yesterday wouldn't have been necessarily so like for me i would have accepted in the past exclusivity today no i'm not interested in anything exclusive i'm only interested in anyone who is in the relationship anarchy and definitely ethical non-monogamy because there ain't no way that i can see anyone by the way in in specific parameters the the reality is enlightenment so age group we only have love and joy and and most people burst that bubble because they're too busy whining about something that needs no whining about and so again love is what we get to choose some people don't want to choose it they can live their lives with the other people who want to choose that and this is not about good or evil the whole part of moving beyond this battle that doesn't exist was not hard it's a story some people they don't make sense of life in the absence of knowing there's nothing after it that you can prove you can live out whatever stories you see now but you're not going to be able to remember this lifetime so you're using time in a space that won't be a part of your tomorrow because you won't remember who you were in some previous life unless you're doing something with it and not everybody's going to be in a spiritual spot especially because religion is not going to move forward the religion is going to become like our stories of the greeks with the mythology this is something that i to this day am surprised people don't acknowledge as something that is a part of human evolution that they don't acknowledge that it's personal when they're reactive with it no no that's not going to happen uh excuse me it is going to happen because that's what happens when technology and science can prove how life works this is where rationality will always be what people see they don't even remember this this you know here's where as jesus said blessed are those who can believe without seeing yeah you know how many times i've seen people who do not know how to believe without seeing and in fact as i said most people they don't choose love because they can't see it it's in their body and it's called learning how to engage in their adult version but apparently the ventral vagal nervous system i think i can say that by the way i looked it up so they, they some do call it but the ventral vagal nerve toning you putting it into practice and then moving into an integrated mind is all your effort since most people don't think that they can grow up their emotions they don't bother with it and as i was saying we're going to close out shortly so this implicit memory uh, the example that daniel siegel was given was for disorganized attachment and let's say the person gets asked was your household terrifying or what happened in your household so if the person was able to walk through their past and the implicit memories that arise which means sensations in the body 
a feeling of fear and dread, okay? So this is where the feelings arise of being chased, let's say, with a knife by a drunk father or a drunk mother or by a siblings, a, a something that's scary. People think this is silly. There are jokes that people will have played on each other as children, which are not silly. And again, I know that some of you are so serious. Well, guess what? It's, it's serious because it stays in the memory and it will then be reflected in the behavior because it's an emotion that is of terrifying something in the body of a person. And I think it is serious to explain, by the way, versus, oh, let me go cast a stone and say, oh, you're a narcissist. I'm going to judge you now and tell you I'm in favor of mental health, but I'm going to move you away and cancel you and never talk to you again. And I'm going to tell you I don't trust you. Yeah, okay, that's definitely not in favor of mental health. Anything, you're just in favor of your own self and if you worked with your emotions and with yourself versus casting a stone at some other person you might re re remember how to feel safe and how to choose how to stay safe on your own and then know that people when they get nasty yeah they got some stuff going on maybe you can talk about it versus be someone who's using labels because the labels don't do anything except for uh, label each other and not expand. Um, so if someone's having a fear response, this implicit memory, besides the emotion of terror coming up, there's also the dorsal vagal nerve, this collapsed fainting is going to be engaged because there's a helplessness, hopelessness that the infant is in. The child cannot flee away. They're going to freeze as they're getting chased or whatever the hell is going on in their household. And that will bring up a, a, a person who's like uh they can't speak they don't know how to express so there's fragmented words that come out of yes well i did have but no my father didn't do this but yeah and and, and so here's where a person can tell that an individual did not work through something from the past because the right mode and the left mode are basically communicating the right mode has your implicit memory stuff and when you're asked a question, the left mode is what's going to know, oh, I need to answer this question. That's the linguistic part. And there's a communication that happens, right? The left goes through the, the corpus callosum to the right mode and says, hey, I love how he does this. Hey, so what was it like with your parents? <laughs> and then the, the right mode comes back around. Now, if there was a person or is a person who made sense of it, they work through those terrifying emotions, they'll be able to say, yeah, it was really shitty to be at home because X, Y, Z, D, E, F, G. Or they might say, you know, I don't really know you. I don't want to tell you about this because it's personal. Stuff like that. So a person who will have worked through their disorganized attachment figures will be able to talk about the fear, won't feel taken off guard, won't be overwhelmed by the emotions of the implicit memory because they will know what's coming up. Okay, so I, I wanted to share this tidbit. I know I went over our time, but it's because it's very important to note that the brainstem gets filled with rage or with this terror or with, you know, so that fight-flight response, this is the brainstem that's participating as well. And a person who has trauma that is not resolved, there, there's compromised growth for the corpus callosum and the hippocampus. There's compromised growth uh, for the prefrontal cortex. Uh, there's also the compromised growth or the connectome is less interconnected with unresolved trauma. The brain is less integrated. Okay, so 
these are the aspects that are important to note an unresolved trauma human being it means a person who didn't walk themselves through the horrible stuff that happened to them and i want to keep it simple and say doesn't matter whether it's secure non-secure disorganized i have not yet met people who own their implicit memory and so they may have a brain they're not moving towards an integrated brain because they're choosing to react with their emotional stuff versus mature it when there's fear they don't choose to allow themselves to be vulnerable they just hide it from each other it's never made sense to me to this day it doesn't make sense i don't follow suit because why would i and this is where if you are in the enlightenment soul age group you will not have followed suit if you're not here you know you don't have to be here but do know this when you're getting emotional in any way shape or form about your stuff it's basically you and society you can be you or you don't have to be you you can be whatever you want society to give you your thumbs up on or down i mean this is the part of you live your life for you or for others while people want to talk about enlightenment with the guise of this little mantle or even the mysticism people they want to think of themselves as anointed ones none of that is true i did not need to be a rocket scientist nor am i to figure out what life is and i laugh because i actually feel like this is all a dream is when i was little and i was introduced to god and jesus i just thought of the word love and in fact as i got older <laughs> it's like these people there's something wrong with them these popes these priests these human beings what are they doing what are they doing with this word what are they doing with this belief system i moved into clearland and i still was like oh wow this is beautiful this is amazing i know past lives i know present you know like now knowing even future lives i'm like wow this is fucking awesome you know and and being able to consult with tarot and and also classic record readings and and channeling and tapping into this field which i can't wait to learn more about from the physics perspective and the future the future is not going to be like now because there's a lot of stuff that will happen the universe will go dark this is the part that the the story lady was making it sound like a shit show and it's like dude this is this is the story is unnecessary this narrative just keeps this this illusion versus breaking things down humanly speaking one depression for real is a person who hasn't worked through specific aspects of their life and they can today there's good somatic sensory motor therapists there's good organized exercises for the ones who want to move into a higher energetic spectrum you can integrate your mind all on your own if you want to it's called growing up it's called choosing love it's called being able to be the hangman and the hermit in a effective way not hugging a tree not isolating hugging a person using your emotions and being just very straightforward i was shared this enlightenment video by a person a friend of mine he's one of my polyamorous friends actually um he's younger than me he's awesome and i don't know who the lady is but i'm like what this is fucking awesome she's been sharing that who knows how old she is they we're all saying the same things so when i meet enlightenment vocabulary people who are sharing enlightenment they will all tell you the same thing and i'm not talking about sadguru sadguru is a guru he is helping the people who want to live their spirituality soul age group and maybe that's why they won't come back cuz you know the reality is the future does not hold spirituality in the same way that right now is not because of good or bad because humans evolve and as we evolved we created a 
subject matter that is called science that has empirical data and that proves things. I'm so sorry, again, that some people want to stay within magical thinking. I love magic, but I've also known that it's not magic because it's unexplainable forever. It's magic because it's that which you choose to keep believing in and you choose to keep bringing forth. And so without fear, people who move into expansion will see negative, positive. These are not entities. There's charge states. There's not charge states. There's sides. There's expansion. There's learning how to be in neutrality, the true land, with your own brain, evaluate the aspects that are in your thoughts and in your emotional realm. So your left and right mode, your verbal and nonverbal cues, growing up from your nonverbal cues, the ones who want to, and that's where, so some of you are learning how to do this very thing, to be the emotional adult if you've chosen love. Some of us are choosing to bring forth our new way of life because we already have learned about how to choose love again and again and again, and we're rocking and rolling, and we're, in fact, mastering the physical spectrum. This is for my 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. So we're learning how to harness more of the expansion within the realm of energy is what I'm talking about, and to learn how to support more people, not only with our offering of a safe space, the love that they want, be themselves and so those expansion of consciousness inner growth and relationship growth opportunities the ones who want to be vulnerable with us we're also looking into making an impact tangibly speaking so for me it's always been about helping people now that i'm still learning i have like i don't even know how many more years i still need so many years to learn <laughs> but i'm starting to see that I want to create tangible stuff for my local community in, in Naples, Italy. And that's because there's a need that is not being filled and it is with people who need people like us. And I'm talking about the somatic sensory motor. I'm not a therapist. I don't plan on being one, but I definitely plan on being someone who supports personal development, as you know. So long story short, be a safe space for yourself. Keep loving who you are as you are and be a safe space for those who don't know how to love themselves yet and who have not worked through their implicit memory stuff. You can support them, I'm sure, because when they're reactive or in their biological rudeness, basically, you can be that one person who will say, hey, take it easy, let's talk about it, or maybe not and leave it alone, but you can give that extra hug, that extra smile. Those things make a difference because remember, the body of you and the mind of you of every human every human this is why the stories serve nothing this whole light darkness shit okay every person will have been that infant and every one of us will not have always been seen sued or heard so we will not feel safe in our own body because we will have moments where we were left alone in distress and that might not be something we worked through or did in okay so it comes up and that's the mammalian heritage of wanting to socially engage, to feel comforted, to feel supported, to know someone's got your back. Now, the Enlightenment will age your person. When you meet each other, when we meet each other, we will know that we have support. We don't look at each other as holding each other's back, but we know what the sentence means. I know what it means to another person to have that. 
as for me, I have my lovely family of origin. They may not always have my back because this is a part of not being seen, heard, sued, none of it. But I do know that they have my back in a physical sense that they will always, always ensure that if they can help me, they will. And so will I. And that's the part that is most important for the person who is their own agent is knowing that you have at least a certain amount of people that will have your back in that sense. As for thoughts and emotions, this is where only with people who are truly unconditionally loving human beings. And again, that would mean no casting of stones. That means a grown-up. That means not more than just a grown-up, a person who is in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. And more than just that. So that I am trying to be straightforward and say I don't see that as of in my life personally but I do hope that you have that in your life and that will be great and on that note enjoy the upcoming new energies finally everything's calming down this is really great I send you my love and hope you have a wonderful day